Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome back to Minisode number 99. We've almost made it to 100, guys. Maybe I'll do something special for the 100th Minisode on the More Than Fitness Podcast. I appreciate you guys being here for, for these 99 Minisodes, or if it's your first or second one, I appreciate you as well, just not as much as the OGs. Um, so, for this mini-sode, we're going to talk about four underrated fitness tips. And these were tips that I think about often, uh, or more so I do them often without even uh, really thinking much about it or, or realizing it. And I was like, well, if if this helps me, I'm sure it could help you guys as well. So I wanted to share. Um, let's go ahead and jump into it. The very first underrated fitness tip I would say is to pay attention to your pre-workout meal timing and the composition of that meal. Uh, This is something where I think that people, uh, they tend to not plan ahead enough or they don't think about their their pre-workout timing as much. And what ends up happening is they get to the gym and they begin their workout and then their stomach starts growling. And so the entire session, they're just thinking about getting home and eating tons of food instead of focusing on the session. Uh, and then also the, 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 they don't have any nutrients really supplying their workout, right? So, so it's, a, it's, it's kind of a, a two, two uh, packing a, a two punch right there. That's not the correct saying, but you get what I'm saying. It's two bad things that you don't want happening, right? Um, Jesus. Uh, but yeah, so you're, you're hungry during your session and it's also affecting the performance of your session. And those are two things that, uh, you know, uh, if you do that repeatedly over time, that's, uh, that's good. That's not good, right? It's just going to those little small, uh, negative consequences are going to add up over time. So for meal timing, this is obviously going to be personal preference, but for me, it depends on what type of meal I have, right? If I'm having, you know, a protein shake and a banana, I can wait 30 minutes to an hour and then I'll be good to go to start my session. But if I'm having something like eggs, oatmeal, and fruit, I'm having a a bigger meal, well, then I can probably last about an hour and a half to three hours tops, right? Before I go into that gym session. So, it depends on what the the size of the meal that you want to have, and then also how well your stomach can handle uh, foods. Uh, but that's something to think about as far as timing goes. As far as composition goes, I would say to go lower fat in these meals so that your body isn't trying to uh, digest these fats during your workout because fats, uh, they typically take a little bit longer to digest. So during your workouts, you're, you could be sending blood to try and digest these fats instead of, uh, you know, uh, optimizing your workout performance, right? Uh, so that's something to consider. Another thing would be to consider is uh, fiber content. Right. So you want to have low to moderate fiber content. This goes back again to gi- digestion. You don't want to shit your pants while you're doing squats. Right. Uh, and high fiber meals can induce that a little bit more easily. Uh, so going lower to moderate fiber in these meals is probably a good idea. I would say moderate protein is probably a good move. And then moderate to high carbohydrate intake so that it can fuel your performance in the gym is probably a good idea as well. So that's the first tip. The second tip is to utilize the power of momentum. This is a big one for me whenever it comes to just my work day, actually. Um, 
So in the mornings, well, this is this kind of goes back to the the old saying of that people uh, like to talk about often now is is making your bed right every morning you make your bed and that's an easy win to start your day and I think that that is a it's a it's a great tip and what you're doing is you're you're starting your day off on the right foot and you're building momentum from that easy win to use as a catalyst into the next thing that you're doing right and, and so. Um, for me, whenever it comes to nutrition, something like this would be, uh, I don't love making tons of food in the morning or I don't have a huge appetite in the morning, but I still want to uh, eat something because I've just gone, whatever, eight hours without consuming anything. So I want to get in a little bit of something uh, and kind of kickstart my day so that I'm not super hungry and also jittery from my caffeine. I know some people like to not eat because one, they're not hungry, but then two, because they like the feeling caffeine gives them on an empty stomach, which I definitely understand. Um, but I would, what I would recommend is going, having a little light meal to, to counteract your hunger, which is huge. And also to lower your anxiety a little bit from that caffeine. Um, and it helps kind of just smooth things out. So, so for me, that's simply like a ready to drink protein shake that I don't have to make or anything. I just have a muscle milk, drink it. And then sometimes maybe some fruit, uh, or even if I have like little single packs of cashews, right? You can buy hundred calorie bags, which I highly recommend as opposed to like grabbing a handful because that can get out of hand quickly. Um, but if you get the little hundred calorie bags, single servings of, of nuts, then you have a protein shake, you have some nuts, you can or cannot have some fruit uh, as well if you want to have that. But that's just a little snack uh, of mixed nutrients to kickstart your day. You're, you're feeling good. You get the hunger out of the way with, you kickstart your muscle building, and then also your anxiety isn't through the fucking roof because you're so jittery from all the caffeine you're consuming. Um, so... That's one way that I utilize the power of momentum in the mornings uh, without uh, too much thinking, honestly. And of course, this can be uh, applied to, to multiple things. This could be if you uh, lay your clothes next to your bed, right? So that you wake up in the morning, you have your clothes ready to go, and then you either go to work or you go straight to the gym, right? So just anything to give you that little boost in the morning uh, or, or whenever you need it to kickstart your day, I think making sure you utilize the power of momentum is huge. Okay. The third one is when in doubt, make a list. This is one that again, I do for my career. And then also whenever it comes to fitness, uh, with we'll stick with fitness for this one. I think that people can get overwhelmed with all the different opportunities and options and programs and plans and diets and things that they, they think they should be doing. Um, but for the most part is like, you guys know the, the gist of, of most things that you should be doing. Like you should probably be eating more protein. You should probably be eating more fruits and vegetables, right? And whole grains. Uh, you should probably be getting to the gym consistently, right? Or doing some type of movement every day or every other day. And so what I would say is make a list of not like, I want to lose 20 pounds in 10 weeks or eight weeks or whatever it is. Instead, I would say make a daily to-do list of just like three things that you want to make sure you can check the box every single day. So this could be as simple as like walk 8,000 steps every day or 10,000 steps, whatever it is that you're doing now, because you could be doing 2,000 steps a day currently with work from home orders, right? So instead of doing 2,000, let's let's try and double that. Let's try and go to 4,000. Jumping from 2,000 to 10,000 probably isn't a smart goal. Um, but if you just put down that on your list, 
walk 4,000 steps. And then the next one could be have a serving of a fruit or vegetable with every single meal. Uh, and then the third one could be get in some type Oh, well, actually I was gonna say get in some type of movement, but we've already got the walking in there. Um, this one could be stretching, for example, maybe you want to be more flexible. So you have a mobility routine or a stretching routine that's super easy, quick. You take a shower, uh, uh, you take a shower at nighttime, get your muscles warm. And then after you get out of the shower, you go through a 10 minute quick stretching routine, you feel good. Then you lay in bed and you get a great night's sleep. Um, so I just think whenever you have paralysis by analysis, make a list of just a few things that you know will get you closer to your goal and try and tick those boxes every single day. And then the fourth one, this is the, uh, I think this might hurt some feelings, but then other ones are going to be like, fuck yeah. Uh, but blame everything on yourself. I want you to take, uh, in the words of Jocko Willink, Navy, Navy SEAL commander, take extreme ownership of everything wrong in your life. Uh, and, and I think it was Adam Ali who said this, Physiconomics, he was like, it doesn't mean that everything that's going on in your life is your fault, especially with COVID. I don't want to, you know, uh, undermine the, the serious shit that's going on, but just because it's your fault doesn't mean that it's not your responsibility, right? So if there's shit going on in your life, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to do something about it because you know whining, worrying, being anxious, uh, self-loathing, et cetera, et cetera, playing the victim card, that's not going to cut it. That's not going to get that feeling uh, any further away, right? It's like these negative emotions are a call to action, right? In the words of Mark Manson. So what I want you guys to do uh, in, in 2021 or maybe the rest of 2020 is to blame everything on yourself. What this does also is it gives you a sense of liberation uh, of things that are in your control. So, so that's definitely something that I think is extremely helpful whenever it comes to fitness, whenever it comes to career, uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? With fitness, you have genetics that, that you kind of got the shitty genetics card. I understand that. I get that. I know that fucking sucks, right? But- you still uh, have the the cards you're dealt with. So the, you have to focus on what you can do and not dwell on what you can't do. And so that is it for mini-sode number 99. Four underrated fitness tips real quick. Let's review. One, pay attention to your pre-workout meal timing and composition. Two, utilize the power of momentum. Three, when in doubt, make a list. And four, blame everything on yourself. Take extreme ownership. All right, ladies and gents, that's it for mini-sode number 99. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod 6 I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one, -on -one, for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything you else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.